Hey everyone, how you doing today? And welcome to the Dropped in Three channel, where we're finally doing the Dropped in Three podcast. Oh my god, I'm so excited, man! Because um, basically, the whole channel is meant to be for this podcast. I I know I'm, I said it's meant to be movies and games and other stuff, which is a big part of this channel. But the main reason why I wanted to start this channel is because I wanted to start a podcast to talk about anime and. We're finally here. So um, to get straight into it, before I get onto well, today's episode is all about winter. Well, some well spring. I almost how did I mess up winter, summer, spring on episode one? So anyway, today we're going to be talking about the spring anime for twenty twenty three, and I'm super excited to talk about it because where we're at now, most episodes or most um, what was I gonna say? Most anime have three episodes out. Um, I think, actually, to be honest with you, a lot of them have four. I think it's only Demon Slayer, as of recording, that hasn't dropped this fourth episode yet. So, I wait, no, Demon Slayer and I think Dr. Stone. Correct me if I'm wrong in wherever you are in the comments or anywhere. So, um, essentially, to talk about what this podcast is, it's an anime podcast where we talk about the latest and greatest in anime. Um, Every quarter, I will be doing a three-episode podcast three episode, I would say not really a review, more of a talk to talk about how I feel about the first three episodes of the season. And that's what this is. I didn't do it last season. I was meant to do it last season. Long story short, I couldn't do it. And now I'm doing it now. So I'm excited for that. But then other than that, every week, we're going to be doing different episodes to do with topics, not just about spring anime of 2023 or anime of each quarter we're also going to be talking about anime of the year we're going to be talking about anime conventions we're going to be talking about anime in the public maybe being black with anime essentially the anime community and how anime affects people and what anime does for us and just talking about anime in general and just anime life so that's what this podcast is all about but every quarter we will be doing a three episode cut off because this the name of the podcast is called Dropped in Three. I mean, it's, it's the name of the podcast. So that's what we're going to do. So um, I'm super excited. And um, other than that, also, a couple more things. A couple, a couple more things. So what you're seeing right now in terms of the presentation of this podcast, even though there is an intro, it's just the beginning. There's so much work that I have to put in terms of making this way better. I want to put different things. I'm not going to spit ideas before I not put them but I want to put some different things in order to improve the podcast so bear with me how this podcast is going to go weekly it's just um basically I'm going to record it I'm going to talk I'm going to put it on my microphone obviously and I'm going to release this podcast on YouTube so you can find it on the Dropped in 3 channel I'll try and find a way to put it on my channel I know I'm not going to upload it on my channel but I I think there's a way you can do that through playlists so I'll try and do that but also, I'm going to put this on, um, well, through Anchor. I'm going to put this on Spotify. I'm not sure about Apple Podcasts yet, but most likely I am. Um, so all the podcasting devices, podcasting, um, the aim is that eventually this will be on all podcasting streaming, um, well, streaming platforms, not podcasting platforms, well, streaming, podcasting, same thing. So that's the aim. And um, without further ado, let's get on with the first episode of The Dropped In 3. So yeah, <laughs> over the moon. No, I'm really over the moon about this because... This season is a good-ass season. I mean, with last season, to give you a couple seconds of how I thought about last season, last season is the slice-of-life season, all right? A slice-of-life, the living slice-of-life. It was It was so... It was basically... Even Vinland Saga became a slice-of-life anime. Bro, it was, it was either if you were a slice-of-life fan or a romance fan. Last season was absolutely pitch-perfect. It was beautiful in terms of that. 
But um, for me, I enjoyed it, yeah, but I felt like it was still lacking some, other than Vinland Saga, obviously, it was lacking some big boys. Because last year, last year for our um, season for 2022, we got flipping Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer airing every Sunday. Like, deep it. And both of those were 10 out of 10 seasons. So when you go from that to this, I was just like, ooh. As good as Demon, as good as Vinland Saga is, I was like, ooh, I, I don't know. But, um, but to get sent straight into it, right, one anime carrying over that I'm currently still watching is Vinland Saga. And I'll say Vinland Saga's been really, really good this season. I'm not going to go too much into it because, to be honest with you, I probably should have talked about this last season. And I'll talk about it more in a review. And I want to focus more on mainly all the new stuff that's come out this season. But um, Vinland Saga has been fantastic. It's a, it's a different pace. Than what I was expecting because from season one, season one, that whew, every episode something bad was crazy. Well, from like episode like three, every episode was just wild. But with season, with this season, it seems like it's more of a character development season, and I have no problem with that because what will happen is the payoff will end up being executed. The payoffs will be way better once we've gone through all this development with these characters and trying to understand the characters, and um. It's gonna annoy me that I forgot his name, but I do like the new character we got. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna really annoy me. Hold on, hold on. I have to find this. I have to find this. Um, I think his name is uh, Raynar, right? Raynar, Ignar, Ray Ignar, Raynar. Ah, I forgot his name. But basically, the new guy that comes in, he's a really, really good um, character to come into combat. Well, not combat, but as a contrast to um, Thorfinn. I won't get into details why based on spoilers and all that, but the way that their relationship is building based off their past experiences is really well done and it's really interesting. So Villain Saga Season 2 has been top tier, but let's get on to the actual anime that I really want to talk about, and that's the anime for um, Spring 2022. So I'm going to start off with the returning anime. There's only like three, well, two and a half, I'd say. You will see why I say a half that I'm going to talk about in terms of the returning ones. And then the rest is all going to be new anime. I'm, not, I'm excited to talk about the new anime. I'm not even going to lie to you. So let's start off with um, the, the big one, right? The, 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 the big one, which is Demon Slayer Season 3 or the Swordsmith Village arc. Now, the Swordsmith Village arc, right, is it's interesting because when I read this one, initially I thought Red Light Village was just leaps and bounds above Swordsmith Village. Um, and even though Swordsmith Village... It took me a while to appreciate this arc, and I feel like the reason why this arc is so well-beloved, and I think a lot of people rate this over uh, Red Light District, even though, to me, it's 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 a, it's a it's a hard one. It's a hard one for me, I won't even lie. Um, if, I was to, if I was to say... Uh, the thing is, I understand why people would say Swordsmith Village, Village is better than the Red Light District arc, because Swordsmith Village, I'd say, the fights and the hype is absolutely ridiculous. So I'm super excited for the fights and we've hit episode three and stuff stuff starts going down and if you remember how um the, the red light district arc went obviously without spoiling anything for anyone who hasn't watched it how that was literally just pretty much a seven to eight episode battle that is essentially what's gonna happen with source of village if you haven't clocked on by episode three already and um the amount of sheer hype that's in this arc is absolutely insane even though Red Light, okay, Red Light District to me, I think it's nostalgia more for me than for me saying critically because both of them are actually fantastic shonen, battle shonen arcs. But with Red Light, maybe because it was my first, like when you get into, it was the first arc for me that made me realize that Demon Slayer was special. So when I read it, so 
Swordsmith was just a little less for me. Obviously, no Inosuke, no Zenitsu, and it was a little different for me. But by the end of it, I was like, oh my God, the payoff for this was leaps and bounds beyond the payoffs for Red Light District Arc. So in terms of Youth at Table and this season, I, I, I'm just over the moon and I'm excited because so far they started off so strong. I would say the animation has gone, oh man, episode one. Episode one, I've already talked in detail about episode one. So if you want to hear about me talking about episode one, just go to my channel and go and watch my review for the Demon Slayer movie because I feel like if I go on and on about that we'll be here all day and i'd rather move on to the newer stuff but episode two and three man you dude the animation is clearly going to another level i would admit because there's some shots that especially when tanjiro was fighting um obviously i won't spoil it for you but tanjiro was fighting um essentially fighting a train training essentially let's say he's training right and there was this one shot where they had the it's not it's not really a camera because it's animation but a camera just panned through and i was just like oh my god this is the stuff that gets me demons there and um i'm super excited to see how the fights are animated because they've already um i think one of the producers was saying that the animation for demons there like this one is on another level compared to the rest and based off how episode one went especially the stuff with the infinite fortress I'm kind of expecting that because that episode had no right to be animated as well as it was like that was literally a movie even though they put it in the cinemas, but that's another conversation for another day. All in all, Demon Slayer started off really, really fire. Um, seeing um, animated, well, not animated, but seeing more of Tokito and Mitsuri is amazing. I, I'm so happy they're here. They're awesome Hashiras. I'm super excited to see how people react to their backstories and how they fight, especially. We've seen a glimpse of that with Tokito and oh my flipping God, Tokito's Breath of Mist is flipping cold. <laughs> it was flipping cold. So if that was Breath of Mist, imagine Mitsuri. Oh, Jesus. I'm super excited to see the fight. So... Anyway, that's what we're going to talk about with Demon Slayer. We could be here all day. I've already got 10 minutes. Oh, my God. All right, let's move on quickly. Uh, <clears throat> Dr. Stone New World is out. And with Dr. Stone, right, I didn't finish this manga, funnily enough. I actually was on, like, close to the end. I think I had, like, like 20, 30 chapters, and I still haven't finished it. I think when people told me that the ending was there, eh, it was okay. I was, like, it, it found it was hard for me to be inclined to finish it. I will one day. I bet you I'll finish it before the anime ends, but... Well, who knows at this rate, because not going to lie, backlogs are a thing. But let's talk about Dr. Stone New World. This is the arc where I would say the, the plot really moves. I know with the last season, we had the whole Stone Wars with this, obviously without spoiling anything, the way that happened and how that planned out and very Laws of the Fly-esque and all that, which was really cool, really interesting. But... This is the arc where you start to figure, start to piece together what's happening in this world. And that's why I'm super excited for it. Hence why it's called New World. Now, um, I won't go into spoilers about what happens. And because the first three episodes doesn't really tell you what majority of the arc is. So I feel like it's going to be a huge, not shock, but a little bit of a shock to people when, they, when you really go into arc. So I'll just let you go into that blind. But um, I love the fact that they're still collecting all the resources. Like, Dr. Stone is so lit for collect for making science look so amazing. And anime is cool at that. The anime can make the most generic thing look like the coolest thing in sliced bread. I mean, look at food, for example. That's a whole nother conversation. But with this, um, with this season, I, um, I'm loving the way they're building, um, well, without spoiling anything. Well, I love the way they're building the stuff that is going to help them go across the new world i i don't know if 
<laughs> that was spoiler free, but um, but I, I and also 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 the big thing is I I what I really really was excited for to see how um, there is this one specific particular scene that I'm not going to spoil yet again that essentially tells us oh there's actually a reason why things are happening. They animated that pretty cool, and it was a bit like haunting hearing the words why scarily over and over again but all that shows me is that i'm just more than happy to be excited for the future of this season and i think i'll talk more in depth when we get to the end of the season because a lot happens there's some some cool stuff happens but hey we'll move on so kono super right next anime is kono super an explosion on this wonderful world right this is gonna hurt because i can't believe i'm gonna say this I watched one episode of this and I was bored. I can't believe I'm saying this because Konosuba, right, is actually one of my favorite anime. Well, maybe not favorite. Fa well, yeah, it is. It is actually one of my favorite anime. I have a lot of favorites. That's why I was like, oh, I don't know. But if I was to say comedy anime, I think Konosuba would probably be number one for me, even over Jintama. Jintama's damn good too. So Konosuba, I love Konosuba. I love the characters. All four of them are, are flipping hilarious. Kazuma, Aqua, Darkness and Megumin, who's the star of this one. I love them all. Um, the film was actually pretty damn funny. I think it's the best kind of super content out of the three, the two seasons of the film. I'll say the film is the funniest. It was stupidly funny. And that whole setting was literally the whole setting of this anime. So that's why I'm so confused because I started this episode and yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's still funny. It's charming. It's kind of super. It won't not be funny. But I was like, damn, like, why aren't I enjoying this as much as, like, a regular Kona Super episode? And I'm not, I'm, do you know what the thing is, yeah? I was trying to take away the fact that there's no Kazuma, no Aqua, no Darkness. But I feel like, man, Megumin kind of needs those characters. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I thought Megumin could hold a, a show on her own. It's Megumin. She's a fan favorite. Like, she's actually hilarious. But I don't know. Granted, this is only one episode. So maybe I'll get to the end of the season and I'll eat my words and look kind of stupid. But based on one episode, I was literally like, oh, uh, do I want to continue it? I don't know. I mean, Sukuna Super Season 3 is coming out. I could just wait for that. So, hey, we'll wait and see with that one. Hopefully it gets better for me. Now, we're going on to the new anime. And this is what, this is what I really want to talk about. So I'm excited for this one. First off, right, we got to start with martial. Martial must magic and muscles, right? So if you don't know, well, I, okay, sorry. Before I get to that, actually, I did forget something. Sorry, episode one. All right, guys, b bear with me. I'm going to forget some stuff. But um, the reason why I said 2.5 anime is because Konosuba, um, Megamine, oh, sorry, the wonderful explosion on this world. Meg, it's technically a prequel and it's technically based off Konosuba. So I don't know if I can say it's a sequel. Or, or a new anime. It kind of is a new anime, but it's not. So it's like calling Gun Gale Online a new anime. Is it? Is it not? I don't know. But that's that with Konosuba. So anyway, Mashal, Magic, and Muscle. So if you don't know what Mashal is, Mag Mashal is basically One Punch Man and Harry Potter mixed together. That's that's literally it. <laughs> that's the best way to describe it to people. And um, man, when I read this in... Um, when did it come out? I think like 2020 or something. Uh, when I first read this in Shonen Jump, I was like, like the first chapter blew me away. Because I was like, this is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Especially with Mash, the way he is. He's he's so hilarious because 
like a Saitama, he's just stupidly powerful. And the way magic just does not work on this dude, <laughs> it just does not work on this dude, is stupid. Stupid in a funny, good way. And um, it's, it's like with Saitama, when stuff just doesn't work on Saitama, and you're just like, what? Like, you know what I mean? That's how it is with Marshall. And um, granted, some people might say it is a knockoff one or one punch man in that regard because it literally is Marshall punching magic. And it could get a little bit, what's the word? Um, repetitive in a bad way. So tedious, I'll say. So because the, the literally the same joke happens over and over again. I like it. And I like that kind of dumb humor. And when you get further into the story, there's some stuff that and revelations that come out which make it wait make more sense to the whole magic and martial and all that. But all in all, I'd say the first couple episodes, they're basically it's basically a meme. <laughs> it's basically a meme. And um, I love how the voice I love the voice actor for Mash, by the way, because I was a little scared that Mash was gonna sound like Mob or something. Or well, I was expecting Mash to sound like Mob. I'm not gonna lie. When I read it in my head, I was thinking more like Mob but older, because he kind of looks like Mob but older. But Mash's voice actor, man, he fits so perfectly, so nonchalant, but yet he sounds so cool, and that's what Mash is to me. So yeah, man, he's killing it. And um even the way they direct it, like the jokes are translated very well in my opinion because I was a little scared that from like translating manga to anime jokes, it, it works sometimes, sometimes it looks dumb, but they did it really, really well. And um, all in all, all I can say is first three episodes, anime, oh, animated very nicely, I'd say. Not like anything spectacular or anything, but nicer than I thought it would be for something that's pretty much a shonen, or it's not a gag manga, but it kind of feels like a gag manga, you know what I mean? So you wouldn't expect animation that good. So, um, all in all, yeah, I enjoy it a lot. And um, I will say the opening is just silliness. <laughs> but the ending, though, the ending is lit. I won't lie. Marshall has one of the litest endings, bro. I, I'm dancing all the time. I'm like, mm, cream funky love, or whatever that thing is. Bro, that thing is so lit. So, Marshall, keep doing you. Um, next year, I want to talk about anime that literally came out of the blue. And I didn't even think this was a... Um, a manga originally. I just thought it was an anime only because of the way it was speak spoke about in the anime community, and that is Heavenly Delusion or Tengoku Daimakyo. I I slaughtered that. I'm not even gonna lie. I definitely slaughtered that. But Heavenly Delusion, right? This is one of the ones that Disney owns now because you know Disney owns anime now. Disney's fighting people in anime. So that who would have thought they bought flipping Kodansha? That's another conversation for another day. But um, with this one, yeah, it was one of those where, you know, when you check, I don't know about other people, but what I do every season is I check my anime list and I see the anime I'm really excited for. And I see the anime that just looks cool on posters to see what I'm going to watch. And with this one, I aired it. I completely ignored it. I did not give two flying S's. <laughs> I did not care. All right. I, I really did not care until I was on Twitter. And then the day it got released, I just see people go out, like different anime influencers. Oh my God, Heavenly, Heavenly Delusion is looking really cool. Oh my God, Heavenly Delusion, this is some mysterious anime. Oh my God, Heavenly Delusion. Ooh. I was like, oh, great. I guess I might as well watch Heavenly Delusion. And then it's not on Hulu. Granted, the people did fix up. Like the Heavenly Delusion um, dubbing crew, I think, did apologize for that and say that oh, it was coming. It'll release weekly every, every week on Hulu. And it does now. But um, of course I illegally watched it, duh, because do better, Hulu. <laughs> so yeah, and um, 
how I describe this show is so far, I would say is basically The Last of Us and The Promised Neverland in one show. And not the bad type of Promised Neverland, the, the good the good type, all right? The mysterious type of Promised Neverland, the, the one we really like. So, um, and I won't lie, I'm still trying to piece a lot of what's happening. Hence why I won't spoil it for people and tell you like exactly what's happening because there's some different revelations that's coming up, especially with episode three. Some revelations have just been coming out and I'm just like, I'm still trying to figure out what the hell's happening. I'm not even gonna lie to you. But um, what I will say is so far, the two characters I'll say the Last of Us-y type of section. Um, hold on, I need to remember their names. So Kiriko and Maru. I like Kiriko and Maru. I like their relationship so far. It's interesting seeing like these young adults because when you, with Last of Us um, and Walking Dead and all those type of post-apocalyptic type of, stories you usually see it with a grumpy old man and and you know it's usually quite like de depressing and sad it's cool we have seen that type of story with like youngish like 20 18 15 year olds it's a bit more like happier if you get what i mean like for example one of the um episodes they're traversing through the area and they get to um they're trying to go off um well, without spoiling they're trying to go on a raft or something and one of them's like, mm, are you sure we'll be cool? Like, we don't know if they're crocodiles and stuff. She's like, oh, no, it's fine. We'll be okay. And they just go across it. And they just, like, obviously, they, they eventually, they're trying to speed up and stuff. But then eventually they find out, oh, my God, there's crocodiles. And she's like, oh, my God, see? And they crack a joke about it. And I start laughing. Something like that, usually, in a post-apocalyptic setting, they'll make that super scary or have some traumatic scene. But it's good that we can laugh about something like that. Um... But all in all, I love the animation. The animation for... Oh, wait. The animation for the opening first, right? The opening was done flipping well. So beautiful. So fluid. Oh, god damn. Like, that opening is so fantastic. I, it might be the opening of... Ooh. One of the openings of the season. I always like... There's, there's, there's some good ones. I mean, Demon Slayer was pretty banging. I forgot to mention that. Demon Slayer's opening was pretty slap, slapped. Um, there's another opening that... There's an anime that we really need to talk about. Um, I'll say another opening from another anime that I really, really, really loved. So... Yeah. So this one, it's up there, though. I'll say visually, it's the best. I'll say visually, yeah. 100%. Visually, it's the best. And... Um, in terms of the animation of the actual show itself... Oh, so good so good art style so fantastic and um the mo the well yeah again without spoiling anything the the kind of things that are inhabiting in that area are are beautiful to see mystical to see but all in all other than that that's all i can kind of tell you because i'm still trying to understand and piece together what the hell is happening and i like that this is the type of show that um I like those type of mystery animes. It kind of reminded me of um, before it went off the rails, Darling in the Franks. When Darling in the Franks came out, and we were all like, what is happening with this show? And each episode, we're just trying to figure it out. But um, with Heavenly Delusion, the difference is, as I said, I as I first started talking about this, it's a manga. And I did not expect that. Like, the way I was watching this, I thought it was anime original. But nope, it's a manga. So if you want to get sport, you can. But... I'm just going to wait for it web episode week by week and I'm super excited to see, um, to talk to people and just to see how people are trying to piece together what the hell is going on and I'm super excited to hear the conversation about that. So yeah, um, Jesus Christ, I'm taking way longer than I thought. All right, we move. So, <clears throat> we only have five more anime left Then I'll talk about some honorable mentions or we'll figure it out. So, this one, yeah. Okay, actually... There's another anime I missed out. So, 
the thing is, yeah, what I'm going to do with these podcasts is every season, I want to do at least one isekai and talk about one romance. So one isekai, one romance, because I won't lie. I'm a love-hater of isekai because I love isekai, but I hate isekai. I know it's trash. <laughs> Majority of isekai are pretty trash. A lot of isekai are good. There's some are good. I mean, like ReZero, uh, Jobless Reincarnation, all of the slime, the little overrated, but all those ones, right? But majority of them are pretty ass but i still keep on watching them because i don't i don't know why i don't know maybe it's the fantasy in me i don't know so there was one yeah where i saw the logo for i said let's just give it a try sounds like an interesting concept and it was called i got a cheat skill in another world i became unrivaled in the real world too first off light novel names why are they always so long like this i don't i I'm, second off right this I literally dropped in three episodes. I actually no. I think I dropped it in two because I got to episode one. Yeah, and episode one. Yeah, there's a part. There's a part of this episode where it was actually like good. Like it could have felt like edgy trash. Yeah, but there was a part of this episode like where I was like, damn, I really feel for the MC. Like Jesus. Like I, it was actually getting really damn depressing, and I felt for him. And then halfway through the episode, we went all isekai, and then yeah. <laughs> And we got what we got. And um, yeah, even the way the main character turned from not to hot was so dumb, bruv. Like it was just, yeah, it was one of those Easter guys. Yeah, even when it was dumb, I just I just stopped enjoying it after two episodes. It was, yeah, it was two episodes. I don't think I've met like one of the characters. There's meant to be another female protagonist. I have not met them because I cannot be bothered to meet them. I cannot be bothered. I, I It was a waste of time. And that's all I'm going to say. So, yay, we find one anime that I actually dropped in three. <laughs> Such a shame, man. Um, even though, I, I swear to God, the main protagonist is the same voice actor for Kirito. I swear to God. Like, they don't even try anymore. Bro, just, <laughs> just, just, ugh, I don't know. But anyway, there's that, yeah. Now I want to talk about some romances. And the reason why I said... I missed, um, I'm trying to get up right now, but the reason why I said I missed an anime is because I literally missed one that I was meant to talk about, and that was called Insomniacs After School. Now, High Dive, this is the this is the first out of two times I'm going to be talking about High Dive. Um, you, you'll, you'll know why if you've been keeping up with the season, but Insomniacs After School, right, is an interesting anime because um, I, I just felt like watching a romance anime, I won't even lie to you. But, um, so, what happens is there's these two kids who are insomniacs. They can't sleep. <laughs> they can't sleep. So, they start hanging out after school. <laughs> that's, the, that's the name of the show. So, um, in all seriousness, though, in all seriousness, um, I love the vibe of the show. The vibe of this show is so chilled. Like, it's just a nice simple relaxing romance no stress no trauma nothing just the, the most traumatic thing is are we gonna stay in our club room that's about it you know like this is proper like slice of life chilled romance even um the opening and the ending of this show boy flam so chilled so nice the um the animation so clean so fresh Dude, the art style is so pretty, so cute. Like, there's so much I can talk. Oh, all the night scenes are so well lit, bro. Like, this show, it's 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 good. It's pretty good. I won't even lie. And I'm really enjoying it so far. I love the um, relationship between the two main characters. Love them. And um, I'm super excited to see more of the story, especially how they've just introduced a new character who's 
probably going to help in terms of the club activities and all that. So I can't wait to hear to see more from this. And I can't believe that I'm actually watching anime on High Dive. I actually can't believe that. But we'll talk about another anime soon. You know it. It'll, it'll probably be the last anime. But another romance I wanted to talk about is my love story with Yamada-kun at level 199. <laughs> level 999. So this anime, it's another love story. And this one, without spoiling it, I, I should stop saying that. I think I've said that like, what, like six times this episode? Jesus Christ. So um, with this anime, there's this girl called Akune who gets into a video game because of her boyfriend, which I rate it. That's, the, that's something I need to say. A girl who's not a gamer got in a game because of her boyfriend. We need more women like that. I, I rate it. But anyway, so um, she got in a game because of her boyfriend. And But what happened, unfortunately, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I just, I'm about to ruin it. But um, in terms of, um, no, not spoiler, but I'm about to ruin my whole spiel about, oh my God, it's good that girls are getting into games even if they don't like guys. Well, the guy breaks up with her. <laughs> so, it breaks up with her literally in five minutes. So, um, so she's been playing this game for her boyfriend and the boyfriend leaves her for a girl she finds in the game who's even hotter. So it's just a whole mess for her. So this girl's an emotional wreck. But then um, in the meeting, um, when she goes to this event that she was meant to go with her boyfriend, that is based, that's for the game. It's kind of like an IRL meetup. She meets this stupidly, stupidly beautiful looking man who plays the same game and has already met her in the game. And the thing is, yeah, I love this anime because the music... The music is so fire. Oh my God. Like, you know how I talked about how chilled Insomniac After School is because of the vibe, the the layout, the, not layout, what am I saying? The animation, the art, the way it is. This one, yeah, the music is so damn cool. I think it's a lot of lo-fi they use. Very gamey, trying to chill game type of music. Like, I'll honestly sit down and listen to the music from this anime if I wanted to just play FIFA or something. It's really, really damn cool. And it's cutesy as time in a very chilled, gamey type of way. So the music, whoever, I had to point that out first because that's what keeps me going. The music is absolutely fire. But um, in terms of the characters, yeah, I actually feel very bad for Yamadukun. I feel so bad for him because if you think about it, right, the way Akane comes into his life, if I was Yamada, yeah, I would be like, babe, you are effing annoying. Bro, she's just a constant train wreck. Okay, granted, I understand why she's a constant train wreck. I get it, right? I completely get it. But me, Akane is just up in this guy's grill. My guy can't take a get catch a break. Granted, it's going to help him in the story, obviously, because he'll be like, oh my God, this girl, maybe the girl I needed to come out of my shell and all that stuff. But in all honesty, I was actually sitting down there like, damn, Yamada, I wouldn't be surprised if one day you just turn around and just be like, leave me alone. <laughs> so, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, Akane is actually a cute, I think her name is Akane, right? It would be awkward if I, okay, it is, yeah. So, Akane is actually a cute character. She's actually cool. Um, and, it's, and it's actually cute see, trying to see her navigate through the gaming world and her, the way she reacts to different things in the gaming world. So that's why I can't hate her, even though she can be very annoying to the other character because she's just such a likable character. But all in all, I'm enjoying it. Um, also, um, another thing I need to point out, because of the music again, the ending song, Fire. Fire, bro. Fire. I think that might be the best ending. Ooh, actually, is it the best ending? It's not. It's not. Yet again, it's another anime, which we're going to talk about soon. So let's move on. We've got three more anime left. Um, and we're on 31 minutes, Jesus. So this is meant to be like 20 minutes. But anyway, so another anime, yeah, that I'm going to have to get my big boy pants and, and dunk on for a little bit. It's called Dead Mount Death Parade. 
Death Play or Dead Man Death Play. That's the name of the anime. Now, here's what annoyed me. I went on Twitter and I think I saw a post, a picture of it. I, I, I think someone was like, oh my God, this looks so cool. And I was like, ooh. And Isekai, they said, oh, reverse Isekai done right. I was like, oh, reverse Isekai done right. And you know me. The, here's the thing about me. Like I said before, I like Isekai. And I know how bad most Isekai are. So when you tell me, oh, reverse Isekai done right, ooh, I'm ready. You know what I mean? It wasn't done right, man. It, it wasn't done right. It's just generic, man. It's just the same generic Isekai trash, man. And what made it worse is the main character... I'm not going to spoil it yet, but the the person who... The thing that got reincarnated, I was just like, really? That's what's the human now in the real world? Is this? I was like, this is too edgelordy for me. I'm good. Dropped it after one episode. We don't want to talk about it again. I don't even need to mention about characters and cool and not. I, I don't care. So that was that. Um, two more anime. And these two I really wanted to talk about because these two are probably my favorite new ones so far this one specifically is probably my favorite new one which is Jigokuraku or hell's paradise so Jigokuraku is set in the feudal japan i don't want to get that wrong but let's say historic japan all right <laughs> historic japan right and um the main character gabi mara has been sentenced to death for reasons why i won't tell and the executioner who's made to take off his head called um, Sagari, Sagari, right? That's her name, Sagari? Uh, yeah, yeah, Sagari. Sagari is tasked to cut his head off. Now, Sagari gives um, Gabi Maru a chance in order for him to change his life for reasons that I won't get, we would say. And Gabi Maru takes that chance. And in order to do that, they, him, her, and a bunch of other prisoners and executioners have to go and find the elixir of life. And that's all I'm gonna say. And so far, so great, man. Because I'd heard good things about Jigokuraku based off the manga. A lot of people said that the manga... Whoever, people who read the manga say that Jigokuraku is flipping cold. So I was excited to see how it would be animated by MAPPA. Even though it was meant to come out last year. So I thought we were going to get... Um, what was it? I think it was meant to be a run of... J um, I Actually, I think it was meant to be Jigokuraku, Chainsaw Man. I feel like there was something else that was meant to come out at the same time. But anyway, good for MAPPA for actually delaying this. Because, you know with MAPPA and the jokes we crack about work conditions and employment and all that. But um, all in all, so far, fantastic. I love the opening. The visuals of the opening are fire as well. Like, I just love what it's, it's, it's showing us. It just showed us, hey, a lot of characters who are trying to survive and try and get this elixir of life, you're going to see a lot of differences, nuances, backstories, interesting stuff. So I'm super, super sold already on Jigakuraku. Gabi Maru is cold as hell. Um, the way he fights is cold as well. Sagari, yeah. There's a part of me. I like Sagari. I, I like Sagari. But even though they do kind of illustrate this in the show. They do illustrate this in the show, sorry. Sagari should not be on that island. I'm sorry. She's not. She should not be there. Like, and I'm, It's not even because she's a woman. Because this show kept on saying, says a lot, Sagari a lot. Oh my God, you're a woman. You can't fight. And especially in the historical periods, obviously, that was what women were very looked on and doing men's roles. So that all... Fair enough. And that's not even what I'm trying to say in terms of Sagri and <coughs> why she shouldn't be on that island. It's more because the way she acts, I'm just like, Sagri, mate, bruv, I, I, I get it. You want to prove that you're a strong woman. But if you're a strong woman, you, you should, I think you need to be a little bit more serious here. Like, <laughs> a little bit more serious. This is life or death here. It ain't no joke. So it is what it is. But I guess what will happen is 
as we go through the seasons, as we go through and see more and more from these characters, Xagari and Gabby Barra will grow, especially them together. I love the fact that their relationship is strictly platonic and it doesn't seem like it's going to go anywhere else but strictly platonic for reasons that I wouldn't get into. And um, so far, so great. I like the other characters that we've seen so far. I want to see more from them. We've just gotten a taste of the other new characters or the other characters that's also going to be with Gabi Maru and Sagiri trying to find the elixir of life. I'm super excited to see the backstories though. That's what I'm interested in, to see what happened to these characters, especially the prisoners and why they are in this situation where where they're basically life or death trying to get the elixir of life. I feel like pretty much everyone's going to die apart from Gabi Maru. I have a weird feeling that that's going to happen. Because there ain't no way everyone's surviving. Ain't no way. Like, ain't no way. This is survival anime. Ain't no way. We're going to be crying for some of these characters. And it's going to suck. But that's what we sign up for with these type of shows. So all in all, Jigoku Raku, Hell's Paradise. Absolutely fantastic. Fantastic music as well. Very eerie. Beautifully shot. Uh, not shot, but beautifully animated. Art style, beautiful. I love the horror as well. It's a, it, it is kind of... I wouldn't say it's scary, right? But it's very... Um, mystically horrifying if that makes sense like the scariest stuff you see are beautifully done you'll see plants colorful leaves colorful little things coming out from a dead body and you'll it'll look so damn beautiful so i have to give credit for jigokuraku that the way that the way that's done is so damn cool so last anime finally we've got to the last one we're at 40 we're almost at 40 minutes i can't believe i'm going this long Oshinoko. Let's talk about Oshinoko. This is the this is the big one, right, of this season, right? This is the one that I, I think is probably got the most talk other than Demon Slayer. Is Oshinoko. As of right now, recording the 29th of April 2023. Oshinoko is the number one highest rated anime on my anime list. I'm staring at it right now. Number one. What do I think of Oshinoko? Honestly, Oshinoko is fantastic. I'll give credit. It's actually fantastic. Like, when I... Like, um... Before Oshinoko even came out, I had heard of Oshinoko because there were different videos on it. I think Giga did a review, review on it. And, um... Based off the fact there was the mangaka from Love is War, that also was the reason why people were hyping it up, saying, oh my god, Oshinoko is so depressing. It's so good. So, I remember I'd read a couple chapters into it and i thought it was good but i was like eh, i can't be bothered to finish this so i never really went that far and what happens is with this season is it starts off <laughs> with a flipping movie we're talking 90 minutes man we start off with a 90 minute episode and it covered all the chapters that i read plus more that i missed and based off the first episode, because even now, you can say the first episode is basically three plus episodes. To be honest with you, the first episode is, is 90 minutes, and that's about, like, what, like, six episodes of anime or, or five? So, based off the first episode, the first episode was absolutely incredible. It's probably the strongest first, one of, sorry, one of the strongest first episodes I've ever seen in anime. Hands down, hands down. It's like Attack on Titan episode one levels of strong. It was ridiculously strong, and I understand why... It's very high up the my anime list. Number one, I'm not sure. But I understand why it's in the top 30. I understand why it's there, right? So, without spoiling anything, and I feel like this is one of those animes you should try and go in as blind as possible. So I'm not going to spoil anything past 
Well, I'm not really going to spoil anything in episode one, obviously, but I'm not going to really talk about episode two and three, even though episode two and three are done very well. And I'm really excited to see what happens to the future of Aqua and Ruby and how that whole story is planning out. But based on episode one, right, I would say that um, what the story is about is that there's this idol called Hoshino Ai. Very popular, well, not very popular, but she's an up and coming and she's going to be a mega star of an idol. And um, there's this doctor who is, um, who's taking care of, um, who's basically an iFan. He's an iFan. The reason why he was an iFan is because there was a patient who was an iFan who made him an iFan. Um, so what happens is that Hoshino Ai arrives in the hospital and he's wondering why. The reason finds out is because she's pregnant with twins. And um, he is, and he shocked by it vows to help her deliver her children and bear in mind this girl is 16 a 16 year old idol pregnant with twins so that's about all i'm gonna say i feel like the rest you should try and watch for yourself because i feel like if i go into more you start getting into like spoilers because the whole episode is a whole thrill ride all i can say is the opening and the ending for this um show i'll say the opening is one of the best the ending might be the best of the season hands down the ending is so sung, sung very well by Queen B, but the visuals, Jesus Christ, man, the visuals for this ending is absolutely insane. And then the opening, Yasobi killed it with that. And I, when I found out about the hidden meanings of the actual opening, about what the words were meaning, I was like, oh damn, this is actually more, more deep than I thought it was. Like, Jesus Christ. You know, you think it's a fun little opening because you're hearing it and you're hearing it in Japanese and, you, and I don't know Japanese. And I'm like, yeah, man, this is fun. Read it in some. Then you'll know, <laughs> you'll know if that opening is fun. All in all, man, the characters are lovable. The characters are really cool. The music is fire. Animation, gorgeous. Gorgeous animation. Also, the art style is really well done as well. The way the story is pat out is really, really good. And it's really, really strong, actually. Sorry, not good. It's a very strong story. And I love the fact that we're seeing the behind the scenes of how the entertainment industry works. I do love shows that go into the behind the scenes of stuff like that because you get to see the dark side of it. You don't see all the fun and glitz and glams of being an idol and, and doing acting stuff. And it's all fun and all. No, it ain't, man. No, it ain't. It's actually kind of depressing and it's actually kind of, um, you know, it actually puts mental stress on people. Hence why celebrities go and, you know, do some stuff to themselves that aren't great. You know what I mean? But that's why celebrities go on off and end themselves sorry I, I didn't mean to be dark or anything but basic and um because of mental stress and all that so oshino koman flipping fantastic i would advise everyone to try and go in as blind as possible for episode one just literally the synopsis i had that's all you need um it's on high dive though and here's the thing i can't believe it high dive has the best anime of the season who would have thought i mean granted yes they have made an abyss and all that but still like, Oshinoko came out of nowhere blue. Like, Crunchyroll must be kicking themselves in the balls. Like, Snow One picked this up. High Dive did? Bro. And I'll give credit to High Dive. Fair enough. You're competing very well if you're getting stuff like Oshinoko and people are actually liking it and turning up. So, I'll give you credit for that. Now, will Oshinoko keep that number one status on my anime list? We'll wait and see. I have a weird feeling it might because Her Love is War Season 3 is very high up on that list. If Bleach can get into top 10. I believe Bleach is top 10 still, right? Hold on. I need to double check this. I believe last time I checked it was in top 10. Yeah, it's number three. If Bleach 
is the third best anime of all time according to my anime list. I'm pretty sure Oshinoko is staying up number one. Unfortunately, my poor little Full Metal Alchemist and Hunter Hunter are getting taken down, but it is what it is. So that's my, um, that's all I've got for episode one of Drops in Three. How did you guys like it? Um, because if just, to me, I'm not gonna lie, it just felt like I was just talking for ages and we just got through everything. That's pretty much it. But this is episode one of the podcast and I'll work on trying to improve this. Hopefully there'll be graphics. I'll try and be quicker in terms of talking about anime and a bit more thorough. Actually, not thorough, but essentially what I'll say is that with this episode, I was trying to hit 30 minutes. I've hit 45. I feel like I could have done this a bit quicker, which kind of sucks, but it is what it is. This is what these are for. And um, I hope you guys are excited for the future of this and I hope you guys enjoy this. And please feel free to shoot me some feedback in comment sections, whether it's comments on YouTube. I think Spotify has a comment or something. I'll have to figure that out. But um, I'm excited for the future of this. I'm excited for the next episode. So I'll do next episode next week. I won't tell you what the topic is next, Actually, I'll tell a lie. It's most likely going to be the winter anime that I didn't talk about. I'll probably do that, to be honest with you. But um, all in all, man, I hope you have a great day, everyone. Thank you very much for coming. Stay safe. And peace is how I usually end it on my channel. So I have no idea how I'm going to end it on the Dropped In 3 channel. I'm just going to say it like that. But all in all, have a great day. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Dropped In 3 podcast. And I'll see you soon. All right. Bye.